I've got the most chance of beating beating Siobhan in election. The reasons for that are I'm a local candidate. I believe that the NHS is going to be a major issue at the next election and I'm in a very good position to exploit that. Um, and also I believe that I can carry the party a little bit more together um, going forward uh, than other candidates because I am good at building a team and, and consensus. And so for those three reasons, I think that you should vote for me to be the next a parliamentary candidate for Stroud. With a general election on the horizon, parties up and down the country are getting their candidates in place. And while Stroud is no different, it has gained attention for the controversy caused by the National Labour Party leadership blocking some of the most credible local candidates from the process, seemingly without following their own due process. This has left local party members with just two candidates to choose from. One coming from outside of Stroud is Claire Moody, and the other is a Dursley-based GP, Simon Ofer. Now, given the controversy surrounding the selection process, many party members are understandably feeling disenfranchised with the process, with a clear disparity in momentum and contacts between the two candidates. So we wanted to talk to Simon Moore to find out more about him and to find out more about him as a potential parliamentary candidate. And what we found is someone who has led the local vaccine rollout, delivering over 50,000 jabs within six months from a standing start, someone who is respected, someone who knows the local area intimately, and someone who has that track record of local delivery. And most importantly, what really came across from our conversation, I found, is that Simon is the best placed candidate to win Stroud back for Labour. And if you want to find out more, then listen on. Simon, thank you for joining us today. I just wanted to start with giving you the opportunity to kind of talk about a little bit about who you are and how have you kind of come to be in this position where you're standing to be Stroud Labour's parliamentary candidate? Okay. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Jamie. And uh, uh, yeah, no, I suppose so. I uh, my my name is Simon Ofer. I'm a, a GP. I've been a GP in Dursley for 27 years, uh, and at the same time, I've also for the last 15 years or so been the chair of Stroud Locality NHS. That's working with a lot of different health and care uh, services to try and make a sort of integrated approach to care. And for a number of years now, I've, I've come up against sort of problems which are predominantly political in origin. So one of the things I've been really fighting for is trying to reduce health inequalities. So what that means in the Stroud area is that within our constituency, which is a massive, just a normal sized constituency, there's a, if you live in one village, you have a, a nine year life expectancy gap compared to if you live it somewhere else. So people in certain places live much longer and that's simply unfair really. And uh, you can you can only do so much as a doctor to to, to change that. Uh, and a lot of the solutions are political. So I've been thinking about, you know, um, try, you know, trying to change those things on a more political level for some time. I've been a member of the Labour Party for a number of years, and I've always, I've always been a socialist. I always believe that actually equality is the way forward. Equality and fairness is the way that our society should be run. And I think the only way we can really achieve that, or I can really help to achieve that, is through a um, some sort of political push, political campaign, really. So, uh, so consequently, uh, uh, being a member of the Labour Party, they, uh, a form came through saying, "Do you want to apply to be an MP?" I thought, "Yeah, I'll give it a, a punt." And I thought uh, there was going to be a big long list, and we could have a good chat, and then we could decide 
where we went from there uh, with a number of other people. And uh, for some reason, I was put straight onto the shortlist. And that was, uh, it was exciting. I was glad to succeed after the interview. But also, it was a slight shock to me. And I was completely unprepared to start campaigning. So from a standing start, um, I've been delighted to get a team around me to sort of start to try and push out what who I am and why I think I should be the candidate. But it was quite shocking. And there were certainly there were other candidates in the field who I was expecting to be on the shortlist who weren't there. And I do think that the process of how we came to this stage has, is, is not right. I do truly believe that we've haven't been well served with local democracy in this area. And there is quite a lot of um, uh, angry people. And, and one of my roles, I think, if I get become the candidate, is to actually try and pull the party together. Um, because there's a lot of people who are threatening to leave the party over the process of how we came to get the candidate. So, yeah, we got to, we've, there's a lot of things to do there, but that hasn't dulled my passion. And actually, it's made me even more determined that we need to have a local candidate doing this role. Because if we don't, I think we're likely to lose the election to the Tories. And the whole point of this process is to find someone who's going to beat the Tories. That's the only, only point in it. Um, and I do feel that what we've gone through so far may lead to decisions which we will regret in the future as a party. Yeah, I think that's really kind of important to note. I also think it's admirable that having been put in a situation where it is only kind of like two candidates left, that you're kind of highlighting the injustice that has been probably done to a lot of other kind of very credible candidates. Yeah. Who people should have that choice between. I agree. I agree. And and uh, I've always said to some of the better prepared and, and more locally politically involved candidates in our area that if you know we can change the decisions, then I will stand down. But we are where we are, and I do feel like the more I talk to people, that if I don't, if I don't win this election, I feel that I haven't served the Labour Party very well because I think I am the best candidate because I'm local and because I can possibly bring people back into the fold who have been made angry by the process. So I think it's something that we just have to concentrate on the main goal. The main goal is that we beat the Tories and we make sure that Stroud return a Labour MP at the next election. One thing I kind of wanted to dive into about is your history with the local Labour Party, because I, I mean, I can talk from personal experience. I actually interviewed you in 2019 to do a campaign video about about kind of the the importance of a Labour victory for the NHS and for health and for health inequality. So campaigning isn't something that's that's entirely new to you, and you have been involved in this a fair bit in the past, haven't you? I have been involved with campaign, as you say. I made a video with you about. Uh, the NHS. And I, what was interesting about that, actually, as well, is that I didn't realise the power of video and Facebook until we did that video, actually, Jamie. And then I saw that actually loads of my mates were going, oh, I saw the video of you. And I thought, well, how did they get there? So there's a whole raft of things. And that actually, you know, does make me understand that the power of communication is really crucial to winning this next election. And we've got to build a really fantastic team around our candidate to, to, to make that happen. Last election, I got quite involved with canvassing and supporting David Drew. I've always been 
a friend of, of David, and we've worked together on lots of different projects. Um, he came to support me when I was in the House of Lords on the all-party parliamentary groups, uh, and I've always supported him. Uh, and, you know, I think, you know, as we go forward, we need a lot of people to help us. And, and one of the things I've realised is that there's a fantastic team out there, a team of volunteers who do everything unpaid. And you know, I was happy and really delighted to be part of that team. Uh, and I also got quite a lot of experience of just talking to people on the doorstep and finding out, you know, what their concerns were and and, um, and why or why not, you know, were they not going to vote Labour? Um, some of those issues were national and I think beyond our control in Stroud. Some of them, however, weren't national and they were based on our local policies and how we like to, you know, how we like to do things in Stroud. And I think one of the things about Stroud as a constituency is that it's quite unusual. I mean, first of all, we didn't have a Labour MP until 1997 when David won it. And I think one of the successes of, of David Drew is that he, he was an independent voice, actually. And he, he used to vote on his conscience. If he thought something was right, he would vote for it. And if he thought it was wrong, he would vote against it. And although he was a you know a dedicated Labour Party man, he, he kept his own style and his own confidences and he would vote how he felt. So now, as a doctor, one of the things, one of the advantages of my position, if you like, is that I'm right on the coalface. I'm right on the front line in that it, when people start getting refused benefits, I get to know about it straight away because they come and, and they you know break down in my office because they haven't got any money. Now, that that puts me in quite a good position. I do understand local issues. I understand benefit issues because I have to write quite a lot of letters in support of people to get their benefits back. Uh, in terms of housing, people often come to me simply because they can't find, you know, can't get up the list in the council of housing. Everything that happens in society is reflected in the health of, of people coming through my door. So I feel like yeah, I'm really, I, I, I've got my, <laughs> to, to use a, a phrase, I've got my finger on the pulse. I do know what's going on locally and nationally because i really see that coming through in 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 with my patients and it's a delight as a doctor to deal with that but actually i can't do much about it really and that's why i'm here really that's what i would really want to take this a, a stage further and become a a politician who can do things about the all the all the social reasons why people become ill yeah i think that's really important to reflect because there are two people in this race one is not based in stroud and one is at the coalface and no strouds, I think, in a much kind of greater real detail. One of the things that attracted me to this area when I was a doctor at, back in uh, 1995 when I started in Dursley was that actually the people, it's a odd place because it's sort of old fashioned, but people have sort of traditional values. And at the same time, we've got this quite cutting edge sort of alternative culture in Stroud. And that makes it a lovely place to be a doctor. I've really, you know, and I always tell new doctors who start, you know, the best thing about this place is the patients because they're, they're both they demand stuff, which I think is great, uh, but they also listen to you and are respectful. And also they look after other people in the community. And that's so nice to see. And it actually saves me an awful lot of work as well. So we need to you know, build that up and we need to value that much more as a community. And I think we can do that in Stroud. So the next thing that I wanted to ask you about is directly about you as Stroud's parliamentary candidate for Labour. Now, a lot of what the Labour Party members listening to this might be wondering is, OK, well, can you can you win? Can you beat Siobhan Bailey? So what message would you say to them directly? 
I've met Siobhan a few times and I'm not really impressed with her. And I, and I think I think this is a very winnable seat. One of, one of the problems with uh, Siobhan is she's, she's insincere. So she pretends to be all helpful and then she just disappears. That's my experience of her, her support, as she calls it. Um, so, for example, she came to me about social responsibility. I'm very interested in this. And I wrote her a couple of emails about what we we're doing and nothing happened. So... Um, I, I think that that's a general feeling of a lot of people that I've spoken to about Sean. The other thing is she doesn't know Stroud and she's not local. She, I know she's now moved to Frampton, but she's not seen, uh, she's not, she doesn't really understand the nuances uh, of Stroud. And I think she gives across a feeling that she doesn't really care as well um, about Stroud. And so I think she's very vulnerable about the fact that she's actually was came from Whitney when she won the seat. And, uh, you know, we need a, a local candidate who can actually, uh, who actually knows the area in a, in a much better way. That's the first thing. The second thing is, I think this election is going to be fought probably on three main issues. It's going to be the NHS, because the NHS is in an absolute mess at the moment. It's on its, It was in a mess before COVID, I must say, because of Tory mismanagement over the last 10 years. Uh, but since COVID, it is, it is on its knees. We've got staffing problems. We've got huge, huge structural problems in the NHS now. So it's going to be, people will notice, uh, people have noticed it already in terms of, you know, having to wait ages for operations. There's massive queues outside A&E. They can't get an appointment with their GP. So these things will be very fresh in people's minds. So first of all, I can I can definitely win the NHS argument with Siobhan Bailey. There's no doubt about that. The other two main areas, I think, are uh, the cost of living or the economy. Uh, and I think in Stroud particularly, there, there needs, you know, there's going to be green issues. And uh, my feeling with green issues is that we need to underpin every policy with a, a, a green slant. So, for example, health. One of the problems in our county is that most outpatient appointments take place in Gloucester. So if you look at um, if you, one in 20 car journeys are due to a health appointment. So what we need to do is make it local. We need to bring consultants down to our local hospitals so people don't have to travel so far. And that's the sort of thing you get an environment, environmental impact to a health policy. And every policy should be underpinned by green issues as well. You know, we've got um, we've got the Green New Deal, which is a fabulous bit of legislation, which I don't think enough people know about. We need to hammer that home. And we also need to talk to people about the effects of voting green on the election in our in our current system, our first past the post. And it's really important that we I know a number of Labour members have tried to form a sort of some sort of alliances with the Green, but we must keep trying because we're all I mean, what, what will give us uh, the the most Green uh, MP? There's no chance the Green MP can actually win. So actually, if you vote for Green, you're more likely to get a Tory and therefore very you get very poor Green issues. And we need to be just really clear about that. And I do understand that a lot of Labour members have hammered this point <laughs> into the ground, but we do need to go over it again certainly so they're my three things and that's why I think I think we can beat Siobhan very easily I don't think she's a very impressive candidate her and her real weakness is her lack of localness she's she's been she's been jetted into the constituency and she is not sincere and we can really really show that in any sort of election campaign I think but the last thing I wanted to ask you is just very shortly very briefly why should Labour Party members vote for you to be the parliamentary candidate for Stroud and then Stroud's MP? 
I think the reason why I'd be the Labour candidate is that I've got the most chance of beating beating Siobhan in election. The reasons for that are I'm a local candidate. I believe that the NHS is going to be a major issue at the next election, and I'm in a very good position to exploit that. Um, and also, I believe that I can carry the party a little bit more together um, going forward uh, than other candidates because I am good at building a team and, and consensus. And so for those three reasons, I think that you should vote for me to be the next uh, parliamentary candidate for Stroud. If you've been impressed by what you've heard today from Simon and you want to vote for him to be Labour's parliamentary candidate for Stroud, then you can do so by attending the hustings at the subrooms in Stroud on Thursday the 30th of June, doors opening at 6pm for a 6.30 start, or you can apply for your postal vote by the 23rd of June by emailing the Stroud CLP.